you know that the Canadian mallard is the only waterfowl who bites his father's head off on his way out of the womb? That is definitely not true. I don't know. I looked it up on the Wikipedia. Walmart MacGyver. Are you really gigged that bad? Like, how deep is this wound? How even, bad is it it's bleeding? It's not even deep. It's just literally, like, fucking superficial as shit. It just won't stop bleeding for some reason. Maybe I'm anemic. Maybe I'm a Romanov. But how... I just never knew one of them got away and didn't get shot that night. I. But how... If it's not, like, bleeding like a sieve, what's with the paper towel? Won't it just, like, dry up in a minute? Well, I'm hoping it superficial? I'm hoping it will. I'm hoping this is just going to keep it from, like, dripping. Did you just do this as a bit? No, Did it's a paper towels. I, a I did this so I wouldn't. Me? I did this so I wouldn't lean on the wall or on the chair or something and bloody it up again. Are you bleeding that intensely that no, you're gonna wipe off on? Not surfaces? that intensely, but if you have a fucking spot that's bloody and it touches something, the blood will come off on the surface. Well, it's not my room. I don't that's care the way what it you always do. Goes. I'm not putting my blood around. What if there's like a triple homicide in here one day? One of the dentists just fucking snaps. Walks the fuck up. That's it, Margaret. I told you to get rid of the chunky soup and just mows down three of them with his granddad's old 1911 that he used in the war. And just takes out, oh my God, and he runs off. But nobody else sees and none of the cameras catches anything. And they're like, we need to do a blood analysis. And they find there's one other blood in the room other than the people who were murdered and it's my blood. What do I do? I think you're going down. Yeah, exactly. That's why I've got the fucking, that's why I put the little bit of toilet paper no, it's not even toilet. It's uh, paper towels. It's an on en- my arm for the people at home. It's an enormous paper towel. It That's is. Why a I, fold, huge, I folded it up. It is a huge amount of paper towel. Thanks, Bounty. <laughs> the quilted quicker paper picker up. Yeah, is it picking up picker. all that excess blood that's leaking out of you? Well, I'm wondering if it's probably. I'm gonna bully now. you about this because I'm. I looked at this and I'm like, this is. I know it's this absurd. Is insane. I can't. Not I also say didn't want to get blood on my shirt. Can I take a picture to put on the Instagram? No, fuck you. People have to use their own imaginations. I'd like to think of them thinking it's like as like as ludicrous as possible. It's not that bad. It's pretty ludicrous, you guys. No, I don't fucking... know. I don't know what you're picturing, but it's probably whatever you are picturing. I don't know. See, I feel like I'm very underwhelming and you're very overwhelming. So somewhere in the middle lies the truth. You say I'm overwhelming? Yes. Okay, I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. I'm sure that's not so. You are Alex, you are overwhelming. You're just <laughs> overwhelming right now. And you go, thank you. And they're like, I need you to leave. My intensity is my greatest let me, strength. Let me buy you an Uber. <laughs> Get out. I tell you what, man. Yeah. I am. Last week was a whirlwind. Mm-hmm. I am floating on a post Magoobies high. And yeah. I really don't want to come down. Uh, well, that's tough. The, once, you, once you reach the peak, then inevitably you have to come down the other side. Did you like that episode? It was okay. You happy with how it came out? Yeah, that was fine. Yeah? Yeah, I was surprised. Yeah, did you like that? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's great. It's good, yeah. It's it was good. our live show. Great. Rory didn't think the live show was going to happen either. And then no. what did the magic man do? The magic man can, and he did it at McGooby's. Just listening to you. God. The magic man can, huh? <laughs> As I'm wrapping a giant cord around myself. I was watching you try to multitask and fail. You look, it's like, I have nervous hands. It's like a snake. Why did, how did how did your fucking mic cable get that fucked up? It's not fucked up. It's not tangled. It's fu- it it's is just nested uh, in my crotch. Up. It's pretty fucked up. See now I'm 
I'm over exaggerating and you're under exaggerating. Still, it's a lot of it's a lot of cables, man. Am I underwhelmingly subdued? Yeah, no, or you are. overwhelmingly quiet? Right. The English language is really a joy sometimes. It's cool. It's cool because yeah, it can be whatever you want it to be. And right now, apparently, you want it to annoy me. <laughs> That's an interesting question. What's the most elaborate lie you've ever told that you're willing to cop to? I can't, I, can't, I can't think of an elaborate lie off the spot. So you, you're bad at lying. Oh, yeah. I Because mean, a real liar would just start spinning. Like thinking of an interesting time. I think the, the most elaborate lie for me that I can think of off the top of my head was a party at your... I mean, I've already told this story on the podcast, I'm pretty sure. when we, we, It was a costume party at your old apartment in, in your early 20s uh, on Loomis Street in Burlington, Vermont, when you were in college. And uh, the, the week before, we had, we had met this gentleman who uh, was a self-professed DJ who wore a very particular hat. Um, it wasn't the week before. It was like a couple weeks before we'd met him. And he generally just made an ass of himself uh, at, at this like quiet get-together. Because you often had a lot of parties at your place. So every now and then, I can only I was assume. pretty popular. Yeah, you're right, Rory. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> well, like, yeah, they, they came in and fucked your house up Animal House style. Um, it was pretty great watching God people. Bless everyone. You had very hard stairs to fall down. Um, oh, and I did. Nothing but hard stairs in that house. Yeah. And warm hearts. And Percocet. Anyway. <laughs> so uh, this gentleman just clearly came through thinking there was going to be a party there, but found ladies and decided to hit on every last woman in the house. Um, and uh, so I decided that when you had a, a Halloween party, um, that I would go as him. But we also knew that there would be people there who may be his friend who uh, or maybe he didn't know him. And so they wouldn't get the joke. And so for them, we created this elaborate plot that I was from this Billy Crystal movie called The Man Who Couldn't. And any time I needed someone to like to confirm who I was, I would look at one of these people in the crowd at the party and go, hey, who am I? And they'd be like, oh, you're the guy from that Billy Crystal movie, The Man Who Couldn't. Like, yeah, when was that? Like, oh, it's like sometime uh, it was like between when he did City Slickers 2 and when Harry met Sally. It was like right in the middle there. That's when he did that. Oh, what's that big quote from that one? The one everybody does that everyone ever knows. Right. Pasta, pasta, salad. And then they'd look at me. I go, yeah, see, that's who I am. (laughs) And it worked every single fucking time. Not like they either knew who I was and laughed about it with me or that ruse worked on them well and the majority of people did realize that exactly what rory was doing yes which was being an asshole (laughs) (laughs) but that's okay because the victim was an asshole and as we've seen in the kyle rittenhouse verdict i guess that's all that matters were you both assholes then the one that killed the others perfectly justified apparently america everybody sorry anyway yeah so (laughs) (laughs) go on yeah i mean it was it was one of those people you meet where you go, I kind of feel okay making fun of him. Like, it didn't hurt my feelings. And everybody goes kind of hard out with costumes at your place, or they did. Oh, strictly uh, enforced by one Kari Buckley. They wouldn't, you, she would try to kick you out. Yep. Shout out to the Irish Queen of Maine. Yep. <laughs> and uh, so I was like, this is going to be the cheapest, best costume I can think of. And so I just bought the, this particular hat that this gentleman wore. And uh, put on a, a like a comparable shirt to the one he was wearing that night, and just went to town. And he was MC Chiquita. I think he blew through that party at some point. He did. He was dressed as a calculator. Yeah, I did not see him because how awesome would that have been 
It's like, hey, man. <laughs> just he went, wouldn't have got it. What's going Dude, on? Dude, he was so stupid, he doesn't understand how to breathe unprompted. So, yeah. like, he totally wouldn't have gotten it. There was one person. wasted. There was one person at the party who was very, very close to seeing through it. Um, I was upstairs. Uh, I can't remember what her name was, but she was like, hold on. I'm going to check my phone. I'm going to Google that. And like, was like the only person at the party to be like, I'll check my phone. Um, do you remember what this person looked like? Uh, no. We'll do a police lineup. Cause I went to school with all of them. She so. was in a band. Um, what was her name? She was in a band. She was a singer in a band. It wasn't Evan, was it? Maybe. Uh, what's the name of the band? Well, oh, no, she has a band now, Dregs, in ATX. She's in a punk band. Was she in a band then? I don't think so. Not, I don't think so. Well, I don't know. Maybe maybe not. Could have been her anyway. Yeah, we're just, yeah. Great bit. Top-notch stuff, man. Great people know who these people are. Um, hooray, Koch knows people. But so she tried to Google it, and her phone wouldn't connect to the internet. So she's like, okay, well, I'll check it later. And I was like, mm-hmm, yeah, no, go ahead and do it. I cool. Just, and off I went. You should rent it on VHS later. Yeah. That's the only you can't find. It. You can actually if you look really hard you can find it on Laserdisc. Did you even have a childhood if you didn't watch The Man Who Couldn't and Uncle Buck back to back? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Just fucking awful. <laughs> so that was probably the most elaborate lie that I can think of that I was involved in. That's a pretty good one. That's not bad. Nobody got hurt, everybody was entertained. Yeah, it was a fun night, I think. I like that. At a certain point I don't really remember. I recall that one being a good one. Bits and pieces. Uh, Halloween's there were. Yeah. Very true. Very sloppy. So what about you? Go ahead. I got to turn this back on you now. What's the most elaborate lie? Because like I just I just spun a tail. I I, I uh, yeah. Spinned a yarn. You did, I and did. that was that was a good one. So the slow pres- and rambling for the people at home. Sit down by the fire and listen to that one crackling away. Is there an mm. app where you can make it sound like we're on old time radio? Sit all down, kids. Let me, let me tell you about the time I lied to a bunch of people at the party. Ah, it was a crisp, crisp December Eve. Except I said it was Halloween time. Except I don't know when we did this because, well, I'm starting to get on in years and it's been so long. And Oh, I, I loved it back in the day. Beers were so much cheaper back then. But you had to walk uphill both ways to the store on the way to the get. Grandpa? Yeah, what? what? Grandpa, you Who? gotta come out of there, dude. <laughs> I gotta get in there and do some heroin before my date. <laughs> oh, no. Snap, snap. There's a fire by the port john <laughs> There were girls sneaking in through the port john at the Dr. Dog concert that Tanner and I went to. What, really? Oh, yeah, they Snuck were just slipping through the, through the fence. Absolutely. <laughs> Eat your heart out, Donald Trump. Those girls were just pouring through. Why? I mean, why not? If you're going to get away with it. Fuck it. Exactly. But it was like an epidemic of them. So pretty much security caught on and they posted up outside the flap. And Uh girls would just come in and be like, what? This isn't where I parked my car. Uh It's amazing. All right. So go on. The most elaborate lie. I guess you don't lie a lot because you don't have one ready. (laughs) I don't think I appreciate your tone. That's what you sound You're like. You're talking to me all wrong. My name's Ken. Wrong tone. Listen to a lot of, uh, I've been watching a lot of Sopranos. And I realize I just cannot do the voices. No. I cannot do those voices. I can do a poly, but it's very visual. You have to see me curl the top lip over the teeth. <laughs> no offense, T. No, that's pretty good, though. You got to see it in person. Uh, yeah, no, I can't. I cannot do, <laughs> I just, I, I can't do any of them. Tony's the one. I'm, sh- I'm shooting for Tony. 
hard. I work on it a lot. Um, you got to be able to like shut your nose off, but also be super nasally. You got to collapse Pr- your throat and your nose all at once. Pr- I think the trick is to not breathe while you're talking. Jesus Christ, Christopher. <laughs> I still need. Oh, I can't do that. I'm not, a, I'm not a young man anymore. It hurts my heart. The most elaborate lie I've ever told. I think I've got it. Okay. I was in Boston not too long ago. Ooh. Oh, not too long ago. Not too long ago. So this happened after you moved out of Boston? Oh, yes. This was like um, like months ago. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, yeah. Months ago was the most elaborate lie. Absolutely. Incredible. It, it represented a, like a, an all-time low for me, and you'll see why. <clears throat> well, I'm not sure I can drink this anymore. I'm buying snot uh, into it. Ah, fuck it. Hmm. Snot lemonade. No, it's good. Go on. It's not lemonade. It's mucus. Um, I was in Boston. <coughs> and if you're going to be there for a few days, like one does, you re-download all the dating apps. Home. Oh, goodness. Home. Yeah. is where I want to be, but I guess I'm already there. And I got some Bumble Tinder. It doesn't need to go past a date, I guess. Exactly. It, you know. Someone at- goes like, listen, we can meet up tonight. You go, hmm. Why not? Yeah. At worst, you go split an English muffin with a stranger. At best, you borrow a little friction from them. I've later. never done this. Okay. This has never been my thing. You've never gone to another city and turned the dating apps back on. No. I've never been like I'm in. I'm in town for a few days, so snapped them on. Like if I'm in town for like a long time, of course I've been on dating apps, but I've never done it being like thinking of like a casual like stay over the weekend, make someone the sexless innkeeper. Oh, so you're slut shaming me. Yes. No, okay. No. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Interesting. I'm not, I'm not shaming you for it. I'm just saying I never thought to do this. Oh, okay. So I'm a slut and you're stupid. Yes. Okay. Thank we you. found the magic combination. Thank you. We're basically call her daddy. Yeah, great. Finally. Oh, my God. You've given me like such a great idea for the next time I'm out on the town. <laughs> the next time I suck a guy's cock, <laughs> I'm going to bite it a little bit. It, would that be hot? Jesus. And because it's two hot girls saying it, guys are like, yeah, yeah, you bite my, you chomp right down on that. Sure, fuck it. Absolutely. You're hot, so it is true. Yeah. So go on. You're in Boston. So I'm in Boston. Slutting it up. Slutting it up. Sweet, go on. As Bob Seger said, they love to watch her strut, her being me in this example. Nice. And we're taking it back. So yeah, we get the dating app out, and I did a very uncharacteristic thing for me. Which is? I decided to bait a thirst trap by taking a picture of myself in a tank top. Oh. Real tight black one. Setting the guns out for show. Mm-hmm. Got the little hotel lighting. Putting them things on display. Uh-huh. Did the flex. Because here's right. the thing. In my mind's eye, I'm a disgusting slob. You're in stupid good shape, you So idiot. I never feel good about it, but I was like, fuck it. New city, play around, right? Yeah. And the lighting was flattering. And the picture came out good. Yeah, it was the lighting. It wasn't I, the fact that you've starved yourself with crappy lean chicken eating, for the past six years of your life. Eating craisins in water is a <laughs> diet that Joe Rogan recommended to me, personally. Every couple of weeks, you take a, a good amount of ivermectin and throw up a lot. You take a huge oh, red shit. It's good for you. It's good for you. So you're, you're, you're posing. You're strutting. Opposing. I'm I'm letting them know that the deli's open and we're selling cuts of beef. <laughs> so. 
<laughs> so so you do this. What do you put? What does your profile say? I fucking disgust myself. <laughs> what does your profile say? Um, it says a bunch of different things. I'm, I start off. I was my like, my name is Daniel. <laughs> it just says I'm super hung, <laughs> which would actually be great if I did that for real. <laughs> no, I said something about it's some I'm joke. Six foot six. Those are two different measurements. <laughs> Do with that information what you will. Like, oh. No, I ran. I said, mine is something about how I'm like a, uh, an impotent billionaire who loves extreme sports and I'm just looking <laughs> to get married. Something like that. Basically being like, I have a lot of money, so pick me and I'll die soon and you'll get all my money. <laughs> said in a funnier way. Then I had little random bits. down big flights of stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop sledding down the stairs in my mansion. Oops. I ripped up our prenup. <laughs> Clumsy me. Oops. Oh, and the backup coffee got tea on it. Darn. Oh, jeez. <clears throat> where, where are we going to find a notary public at this time of night? Well, better go swimming with these. Better go dry with the headlights up. <laughs> what is that, a Bentley? <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to do that, take the shitty car. Uh. <laughs> oh. Take the Acura, sweetie. That's how Joe Manchin inherited his Maserati. Mm. Um, where was I? You're lying to all these people on Tinder. Yes, okay. Except with your body, where your the truth lies. I'm telling sweet little lies on the Tinder. <sighs> where did I leave off in this story? Okay, so I'm selling the meat. Yeah, that's where you left off. I'm doing the shadow. Oh, what does my bio say? Random stuff. I was like... uh. Waxed and vaxxed, because all the girls are saying that. <laughs> so I was just like, waxed and vaxxed. Um, socially it's, and emotionally distant, tind- and my love language is Cantonese. Tinder is such a weird fucking microcosm of people, especially when you're in cities, because they don't give a fuck. And you really got to find a way to stand out, because there's like half a million of you. Um, it's not like small town Tinder, where you're like, hey... Uh, then in the 10 miles, uh, that's like three swipes. Around here, you have to wear a flannel and put a trucker cap on and just give in to being full of shit. Take a bunch of pictures like that. If you want to get laid and bury, you got to conform. I'm sorry. I know everyone should be an individual, and you should never lie to someone. You should always be yourself. No one's ever lied to anybody to hook up. I should just put on some flannel and, and put my bio. Just like, I'm a linesman for the county. Shook him up. <laughs> Get, yeah. a, get yourself a Saturdays or for the boys flag and drape it around your shoulders it like sounds, you just won a medal. I just got to grow out a long, luxurious beard and then trim it just so. Yes. And, and get like a little rescue pug. Put, oh yeah, you need the pug. Don't hold a fish. Girls don't like when you hold a fish. There's a whole subculture of women dedicated to making fun of guys that pose with a big fish. Oh, no. That's, my, that's like my second favorite thing to do these days. That's your pose, whole move. Is pose with lake fish. None of that stream crap. Rory just poses with a <laughs> box of fish sticks. <laughs> Actually, that's That'd be pretty good. funny. They said no fish picks, but they didn't say no fish sticks. Um, I'm a rebel. <laughs> just. Yeah, man, I have to throw in a little weirdness bordering on humor if I get lucky because I don't have the physical aspect going for me. And you I was, just got done saying you're putting out meat displays. I was trying to change that by keeping the weirdness and showing off the old side tits. So Sexy. 
looking like I'm smuggling grapefruits. And they're you. like, that's Marissa. Go to the hospital. You red carpet girl, you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm the girl who became beautiful but doesn't know she's beautiful. <laughs> Look at you. You're, you're uh, what was it? Not Princess Bride. Oh, yeah. You're Anne Hathaway in The Princess Diaries. <laughs> I'm a beautiful swan. It's even better than The Princess Bride. <clears throat> she's got frizzy hair. She's so ugly at the beginning. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, well, yes, I did have a sister. Yeah, sure. That's why I watched Rory that. Rory had a sister. <laughs> it's just Rory putting on a wig and That's brushing why a doll's that. hair. By the end, I'm, I'm crying. She's so beautiful. She, she found happiness. Uh, shut up. Anyways, uh, so go on. You, you, what? So you're on Tinder. You've, you've got your fun profile. That's a little self-deprecating because I know you. Yes. Uh, and you start getting matches. Yes. Well, no. There's another twist to this. So, I've got all the weirdness in my profile. I have 30 days to live. I've got the fucking, you know, the, the, the sexy prison inmate look going on wearing the black tank. You know what I mean? I don't feel sexy. I don't think I look sexy. But I have things approximating muscles that I figured might trick someone. Yeah, great. Because hotel lighting is meant for thirst traps. You heard it here. You should try it. Uh, anyway, so I did that, but I added one more thing. What's up? No, that's my chair. Oh, okay. Every I, time I, I was like, I thought somebody was knocking. Or yell. I was like, no. are we being yelled at? No, I'm just wiggling. I know there's a bowling alley above and below us right now, but. That'd be pretty dope. There's a head shop below us, the dentist office right here, and a bowling alley above. What a fun sitcom. Probably very unpleasant. Probably very unpleasant. So you did this. Let me take a little drink here. And your, uh, I, I, yeah, again, where? I'm sorry, I, I, I threw you off. Where, where are we? I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing meat bod stuff. You've been doing pictures. that for like 20 minutes now. What is? It? I'm doing bits in the biography. I'm showing off the 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 fucking spare ribs. Yeah. Showing people from your gooch pouch to your, uh, your your chin flaps. It's flattering. And I, I was like, okay, I need one more thing. Good things come in threes. I need one more thing Tasteful to send this over the top. Nude. Nay, nay. You get kicked off Tinder for that. Believe me. Um, you, you put a tasteful nude up where they can't see it on you unless they look in the back mirror. And then they can totally see your butt mound. There you go. Or I just wear underwear that, when I wear them, make my dick look like my butt and my butt look like my dick. So I'm like a backwards person. I'm like that's, a Rubik's Cube That's dick. hilarious. Or you could just work with Photoshop. But sure. go, on, go on. I'm pretty good with Photoshop. So, you, so, you, so you're looking for something to really set this fucking thing aflame. We're going to like, we're going to attract a very specific person with this, but we're going to do it. I put a little Scottish flag and said that I was from Scotland. <laughs> and that, yes, I do have one of those crazy accents. This is so. Why did you decide to do that? Just because? Just, just, just because I thought it would be for shits and gigs. I thought I thought a girl would go. Well, you know, he's dog faced, but he has a body. <laughs> it could be a lot worse. He seems funny at best, serial killer at worst. I'm at a point in my life where I'll roll those dice. And he's Scottish, and I kind of think accents are hot. Girls like accents. Oh boy! They like the Scottish one. So you fake one. So no, my to whole meet, to meet Chad. My plan, my plan was to show up and go. Oh, that was a bit. I was lying. Yeah. Blow it off. 
That was the most elaborate lie up to that point. So you meet somebody on foreshadowing is quite a thing. So you you match with somebody and you start talking to them. I matched with exactly one lass. We talked for a little bit and I said, we should meet up, get some poke or something. (laughs) You can put ramen in there if you want. Let's meet up. Okay, cool. Meet up in a public place. There's nothing weird about that. Maybe you can steal a smooch at the end of the night. That's kind of all I was looking for. Steal a smooch from a pretty tender lady. At the poke place. If I'm lying, I'm flying, and my feet ain't touching the ground, Rory. I showed up to the date and realized quickly why I was uh, selected by this particular person. Yeah. Because she was Scottish. She was also Scottish. She was fucking Scottish. <laughs> well, you're fucked. And immediately showed up. If you fucking go into that, she's going to go, oh, where are you from? Like, I know all about fucking Scotland. I'm from uh, I'm from there. So you don't go into this and pretend. What do you know about fucking Scotland? Here's the thing. Did you do research beforehand? My brain kicked in and went, first of all, do the accent. That's a great thing. Don't tell her it was a bit. Participate in this. Do an accent. Just tell her if she asks where you're from. It's one of those things like in Glorious Bastards where it's like, I grew up in the shadow of the Pitz Palu. It's a little village. Only like three people live there. I'm not surprised you haven't heard of it. You and your cosmopolitan sensibilities. How dare you turn it around on her, gaslight her a little bit. Go on the attack. And get her to go, oh, sorry, I was, I misjudged you. <laughs> no. I mean, it was way cuter on her. I'm sure. <laughs> and that is about as well as I do a Scottish accent. But I committed and started talking to her. And immediately you could tell she was just like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so she walks it out. She was like, oh, you're from Scotland. What part are you from? Total panic move. I was like, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh, Aberdeen. North Kiltown. <laughs> <laughs> She looks at me and laughs and goes, you know, I've seen the Simpsons. <laughs> so break the tension. We're laughing hilariously. Now, the right kind yeah. of charming. You come into in a bad accent. Where are you from? North Killtown. I know that bit, too. Ha, 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 ha. You are funny. Except now you can either give it up and go, yeah, I just put that in my profile as a joke. Or you can dig the fuck in deeper. What do you assume that I did? I assume you made it worse. <laughs> because you, why, why would, why would I picked you? the scab a little bit. So we had that nice moment. And I could have gone, oh, well, anyway, you seem great. I don't really like Brussels sprouts, but if you want to get the bacon fat fried Brussels sprouts, I'll do it for you. Could have done that. And instead, I said, oh, we have a wee bit of a laugh there. Let's go ahead and look at menu. I'm dropping words out. I'm like, you go to school? Just like, not like. <laughs> so did she end up hating you, basically? She went along with it because it was insane. She's like, oh, okay, he's insane. He's definitely not going to kiss this guy. crazy person. So you had a nice night with her then? We had this whole conversation. Well, we had this whole conversation. <laughs> Shit. And she finally hit a wall and she was like, okay, so like, are you going to just like, are we going to do this all night? Or are you going to ever admit that this is a fake accent and you've been doing a bit and it's gone on for way too long? I said, I know it. I know what you're talking about. 
She goes, no, 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 I'm dead serious. What's going on? And I was like, well, you know them people who get hit in the head and they speak a new language? I'm like that. Couldn't have been Italian or Japanese, though. She then says the immortal words, you know, if you hadn't have done this, you might have gotten a longer date with me. But I think I'm going to go home. Yeah. And I said, wait. Hang on a second. Which is very Japanese just now. Hang on a second. <laughs> this is so sad. I'll drop the bit. If you do one thing for me, give me one kiss. And she said, Fuck no. Me. Yeah. And that was it. I thought that would be very romantic to be like, oh, you have to kiss me. And she'd be like, oh, this whole thing was to get a kiss. That's pretty impressive. No, I think you insulted her nationality at a certain point, probably. I think I set the Scottish back <laughs> many years. Yeah, that's too bad. I would have been like, wow, this chick's nuts. Like, think about that the other way around. I would have said the same thing. Like, yeah, that's, that's a bit too much. Would you like to hear the craziest part of this whole thing? Yeah, go ahead. That was the lie is the most elaborate lie i've ever told yeah. no this is like the prestige you know what i mean i'm like christian bale where i'm just under the floor crying because everyone's clapping for the trick was, was that the one where oh there's yeah there's the two it's of the them. magicians the prestige well That's no, there's the, when you pull off the trick there's the two of them there's those two movies though that are very similar there's like the illusionist or whatever is the prestige the one because it's been so fucking long that i don't feel like we're ruining anything is this the one where he like makes the magical machine and it makes two of them and he's never sure if he's the guy who's on stage or the guy drowning in the tank where's the other That's you me. i don't know it's probably you i don't know sometimes i wonder i asked this years ago in the closet in texas yeah Am I a figment of your imagination? I mean, maybe. There's always the potential that I'm really just doing a podcast with myself. That this isn't really like this is just a carrot that I'm holding in an asylum somewhere. Uh, You've written these elaborate thing. scripts. Oh yeah, on the walls in my own poo. Yeah. yeah. Well, as one does, the mark. It was good enough for the marquee to saw. It well, should they, be good enough for you. They were giving me pencils for a while, but I just kept stabbing people with them. So they eventually were like, no, 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 no. But then I still had to continue to write my manifesto. So maybe like half the wall is in you know pen or pencil and then the other half's in poo they started like they thought they'd just wash it off at first but it erased some of the pencil um and then i started writing that part in poo so mm. they're like well we can't you know we can't take it from him he's just gonna keep doing it well and i would like to hope that when they say we can't take that from him what they really meant was we can't take that from him it's all drawing in his own shit is all he's got <laughs> no, no no don't eat it Oh, Christ. Yeah. Todd's in the parking lot eating his own shit again. <laughs> there's always there's always that chance that I'm crazy and I'm nothing, but I'm also God. And we're all nothing. And we're all God experiencing well, ourselves. Now you've lost me. Isn't that beautiful? This, Rory, to quote Norm MacDonald, I don't know, but that sounds like a lot of fucking commie gobbledygook. <laughs> That's great. That's beautiful. I don't know. As many times as we can mention Norm on this show, I'm into it. I miss Norm. Although, Uncle Norm. you know, there was, I, don't know, I liked his stand up. I didn't necessarily like his, um, you know, staunch religious ideology. <laughs> sure. I, I loved his you podcast. Know, you you got to be careful when you're telling jokes about Jesus because there's people out there that know about Jesus and they'll, they'll call you out on it. <laughs> He's right. Christians can't take a joke and yeah. they would absolutely come after him. You better have an airtight, tight five. 
And then she's like, I don't care because it's all stupid. There you go. Yeah, well, I know I'm not fucking voting for it, yeah. <laughs> you little bitch. I just alienated all of our religious viewers. Do we have religious viewers, you think? I'd like to think, I, I hope our religious viewers can take a joke. <laughs> you think anyone with God in their life listens to this crap? <laughs> Maybe they're trying to find something, something special. This is why I think we should start a cult. They had every opportunity to, dude. Fuck them. No, yeah. they're done. They had every opportunity to join the cult. I put Skimbo Lounge branded merchandise on Redbubble. Do you think anyone buys any? Do you That's think? True. Anytime I put any effort into any of this shit that anyone cares. Well, to be fair, I wore, I wore the official Skimbo Lounge mask out and about once. You sure did. And I sure did notice some people looking. <laughs> and I was like, hey, yeah, it's right. This is stylish. That's what I'm trying to say, obviously. Uh, so <laughs> They are stylish, and they're quality. Yeah, I mean, honestly, You barely felt it on your face, I could didn't say you? It, was, it was a very high-quality mask. It was nice. You're was damn nice right. Mask. Adjustable ear loops. In, in the world of COVID, which is now endemic and will never go away... Uh, <laughs> fuck we uh we want high quality masks so you should get yours uh branded with the fine skimbo lounge because Koch totally gives me half those proceeds <laughs> if there were any proceeds to be made <laughs> wouldn't i be thrilled oh uh, yeah it's true we got a lot of people sitting on their hands well, out there red, in red bubble, land. red bubble can also eat shit uh oh we get a, pe- a fucking for it we get like six cents to the dollar or something well again what's this we i now realize do i have a mouse in my pocket yeah well that's what i'm saying that's exact (laughs) yeah you're right you should have a little mouse in your pocket folks if you want to drive rory insane buy the most expensive item off my red bubble with the skimbo lounge on it i think it's a couch what (laughs) the skimbo couch i really just want someone to buy a throw pillow you can buy the official skimbo lounge it's just really shoddily put together it's just a chaise lounge full of bees <laughs> <laughs> you guys had to know we were going to do a bit that's why it was so expensive yeah we're we really we've endangered bees by doing this they're not going to sting you like, you're going to oh. squish them <laughs> they're just <laughs> they're just getting lounges full of dead bees <laughs> uh shipping process was pro prolonged uh it's it's not our fault. I didn't think a bee would smell as it decayed, but I guess when you get millions of them, <laughs> it does produce a smell. It's a worldwide shipping problem. Somewhere there out, out there's like a port somewhere where they were having a hard time loading these bad boys up onto shipping containers. Just waterbeds full of bees. They're just they just quieted right down on the way out. I used to sleep to the gentle hum, yep. and then all at once, the bees <laughs> stopped singing. Turns out a ton of dead bees is highly toxic or something. <laughs> Found that out. That's like that's true of potatoes. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. They Never, can go fucking on you. They can go fucking on you, and uh, they will kill you though. Like if you get like a storage container full of taters, just leave them there. Somebody comes in there after a long time, takes a whiff. That'll just that'll fucking kill you. I don't think it's like I don't think a whiff will, but I'm pretty sure like sitting in there, you're, you're dead. If Rory ever invites you over and goes, "Hey, go to the end of the hall and look in that hamper." Just know that that's what he calls his enemy's basket. I need you to get something from the potato cellar. And when you Please. take one whiff, I need you to go down there and get us some for dinner tonight. I've preheated the oven. Hurry now. And they just go and there's a trough and meat hooks and fermented <laughs> potatoes and they just swack. Ah, oh, goodness. It cuts to Rory with them strung up by their heels just Cutting slabs off. The Potato Man. <laughs> Rated R. These would be delicious tonight. <laughs> just a big strip of ass meat and the fucking potato. Just me and a trip. I'm cooking you up with some spuds tonight. <laughs> Rated R. <laughs> I think I think we've got our first hit 
slasher film. We could sell that to Blumhouse. The potato. They'll movie. buy anything. <laughs> this will be way better than a lot of movies I've seen. You saw Der Schnoman. That was some shit. Poor Val Kilmer. He shouldn't have been doing that. Poor Val- was all irradiated from throat cancer. Poor Val Kilmer. He didn't even get a fun way like Michael Douglas. Michael Doug- Douglas got candidiasis from eating Catherine, Viz- Catherine Vizeta Jones's diary. Vagina. <laughs> yeah. yeah, trying to get Anyways, yeah, that's too bad. Poor Val yeah. Kilmer. I mean, uh, he was an asshole for years and years and years and years and years and years. But it's like Alec Baldwin shooting that person. Yeah, there's still things you don't deserve. There, You might be an asshole, but you got to live with that for the rest of your life. Now, some people are saying that maybe that was foul play. They're like, I didn't see a lot of bullets out there in the set, so where did that bullet come from? Why did it happen? Somebody checked that gun, right? They Somebody. said it was safe, so where did the bullet come from? How did it happen? I'm just asking questions. Somebody was going around the set of Rust injecting people with needles full of fentanyl. <laughs> that was Astro World. Same difference. Let's look out. I'm just asking questions. There was a horsey at Astro World. New Skimbo Frog when shot shot Travis Scott. <laughs> Are you having a stroke? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, that whole Travis Scott shit is fucking crazy. It's pretty nuts. Well, he's fucked now. There's like a class action lawsuit against him. It's like seven hundred million dollar lawsuit against him now. Because people again, I don't it'll obviously get knocked down. The question is is Will uh will this be the kind of thing that like ruins him so that he doesn't have fans anymore? And then I go, I don't know, maybe just ask, you know, Chris Brown, because uh, he he you know he still kept doing fine. Can I give you an example, irrespective of the entertainment industry? Yeah, there are Kyle Rittenhouse stands to bring him back up. Oh so yeah, of course. Just there are. goes to show you, ton of them. you can do pretty much whatever you want, and the people that defend you will continue to defend you. Yeah. Well, and it's one of those things where everyone's like. You know, he has the right to self-defense. I'm like, you know what? Technically, by the letter of the law, he 100% committed. I mean, it was technically self-defense because the law is pretty fucky. You fucking Republican. Dude, it's pretty fucky when you read that law. You sit there and go, it's really, really easy because it, it literally says that in that moment. It doesn't matter if you drove across state lines and were holding a, li- a rifle that was technically illegal for you to have after you lied to a bunch of police under false pretenses to enter a zone that they'd already cordoned off. Um, and then end up shooting two fucking people and then injuring a paramedic. Um, technically, if you fear for your life in that moment and you have an idiot fucking prosecutor and a good defense, they can get you off for it. Here's the thing. That judge was also fucking biased. I don't want to oh, get 100%. too far in the weeds with this. The oh, judge was a fucking turd. A oh, living you, shellacked turd. You don't. Before defense witness came up, he had the fucking... He had, he had the, the whole fucking place give him a round of applause. He fucking threw out the weapons charges, which is what you would have gotten this kid on. This yes. little asshole. He, he threw out anything that was substantial. Yeah. You can't refer to the victims as victims. You have to call them rioters or looters. So it was stupid bias shit like that. And then, unfortunately, like you said, what's so frustrating about it is based on the letter of the law and the argument for self-defense. Yes. The jury had to do what the jury had to do. Mm -hmm. But what's so frustrating about it is there was all this other shit. He was so clearly wrong. 
He absolutely murdered yeah. people. Yeah. It's just the way that the law is set well, up. And we again, don't get justice it, for it. And not to belabor it too much, but I sit there and go, why were they bringing him up on first degree murder charges? Yeah. Like that's like, again, they're bringing up on first degree premeditated murder charges when they could have definitely got him for something lesser than that. Get him for what you can get him for. Yeah. Absolutely. Make him serve any amount of time it's just for incredible. killing two people. It's incredible that they got. And then, yeah. And again, you got the judge throwing stuff out. It was just, it was one of those things where it was the kind of court that you just didn't want to see yeah. where you would be like, wow, this is, this is legit. This is going on. This isn't, this, this isn't uh arrested development. Or this like is some judge Judy. Cra- yeah. It's not some crazy bullshit. Uh, yeah. That shit was real. And, and they let that shit play out for all of us to see. I, I can't believe the prosecution won't like that guy needs to get disbarred. Can't even believe that shit. It's the craziest crap ever. I'm going to start a new trend called written housing. And that is when you get caught in a situation where you are wrong and they have you dead to rights. You just start crying very dramatically, <laughs> just like sobbing, work up some snot if you can. Just go to Starbucks and knock a cup out of someone's hands. We're like, what the fuck, asshole? What'd you do that for? <laughs> you just start blubbering. <laughs> it's, it's pretty crazy to think about that, that that. Yeah, that went down today. Of course, it's been it'll be a couple days by the time everyone hears this. That's so, true. We'll have a couple days to stew on it. It'll be something new in the news cycle. I, there, there will be. There'll be some other crazy fucking crap going on. I want to talk about horse girls. Horse girls? What is your understanding of the definition of a horse girl? Girl who owns horses. It's pretty basic. Do you want to add anything to that? Um, I assume she participates in like riding in like those contests maybe that they do. What are those? Like she's an equestrian or whatever the fuck. So you're saying <laughs> equestrian <laughs> and horse girl are synonymous. Usually you have some cash because horses ain't cheap. Sure. You know. You or your family, rather, you know. Well, horse girl is a very specific thing, but here's the problem. I don't know what it actually is because there are like a thousand different definitions from it. I say there's then like it could be a girl with a horse face. (laughs) (laughs) When we knew some of those. Um, Oh, no. Walk up, hand them an apple in the cafeteria. They throw it in your face. That's mean. (laughs) That's that's me. You that call happened. her a bitch. She takes a swing at you. That you happened call, to somebody. You, you flop over and start crying, and the lunch guy comes over. You do the old Eddie Guerrero where he tosses the championship belt to the guy and then falls down and convulses. So when the ref looks around, he's like, that asshole just hit him with the belt. Disqualified. Eddie Guerrero retains the belt. I, I did that with an apple. I mean, I didn't do this. That would be psychotic. I got to know. Did, did, did you know of somebody who got handed an apple? At, like, that'd be the meanest. Like, children can be so cruel. Now, the good news is I just freestyled oh, all of that. I was going to say, how clever. Well done. So none of that so was sad. real. Oh, no. But I sure do know how to paint a verbal picture. Yeah. But oh, my understanding of a horse girl started off as kind of like a Napoleon Dynamite girl. Just a weirdo with a scrunchie who maybe oh, still really? plays with horse figurines in high school, wears horsey shirts. And now, I always tur- got it as like the Cruel Intentions villain. What's her name there? Sarah Michelle Gellar? Yeah. Like, just like the mean kind of... It's a horse girl? Yeah. I don't think she even says the word horse in that film. There's horses in that film? <laughs> I don't believe there are. Cruel Intentions? Yeah. I think there might be. Might does not work, my friend. We're talking about what you can <laughs> prove in a court of law. I always Show as, me some horses. I always took it as being like a, um, usually like a somewhat wealthy girl who... Because, again, and this is the adage, which I don't necessarily say I agree with, because stereotypes are never right, people. <laughs> but, but I always took it as, like, people like, oh, you don't, you don't date girls who, uh, who have horses because they're crazy. 
Okay, so this gets into that. The three definitions that I've heard are scrunchy face Napoleon Dynamite girl, kind of like arrested development, you know, being too adolescent at age 19. Sure. There's the rich equestrian girl. Yes. You know, one of those girls that's got too much money for her own good. You know. Buy and sell you five times. Yeah. You specifically, Rory. Bored horse girl. She's going to turn you out. To cut a tidy profit so she can buy E and do it with her friends at prom. I just like to be included. The fact that somebody thought of me is all that really matters. No, that's a spirit. Um, <laughs> yeah, and the other crazy horse girl is just, like, not a joke like the scrunchy girl. Because, like, those are the girls that gallop around and neigh. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> oh, is that the first one? The first type is the type of girl who runs around and neighs. These are the things that... You're talking about, like... Um, like the weird girl who comes through on roller skates blowing bubbles and has like a pink umbrella to slow her down. Well, the, that's the manic pixie dream girl, and that's intentional. Okay. A horse girl can't help what she is. I see. In this version of a horse girl. It's I, like, get, I get what you're saying. Yeah, again, very much like the... It's the multiverse. She's impish and whimsical, but it's not a choice. Exactly. I gotcha. It's just her personality, but it's right not there. even necessarily impish and whimsical as much as it is concerning. At least her stepdad thinks so. He's like, you know, I love her mom, but I did not sign up for a weird kid that still plays with horse figuring. You're too old. Go to nursing school. She just stares at you and you go, go outside and play with your sidewalk chalk. Okay. <laughs> and she runs outside. La, 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 this will look great when it rains. As she mixes the colors together. She just runs outside and then just does a Kaiser Soze. <laughs> Takes the horse shirt off. and There's just a little tube top that says slut on it. Oh, Jesus. That turned. Horse girl, rated R. I am a slut. I can't slut shame. Therefore, it's slut solidarity. Really? Is that how it works? Yes. Yes, because I think being a slut is a good thing. Take the word back. Take the word back. I'm not even doing a bit. Take the word back. That's the spirit. Well, I get that. The point is... I was just being mean, but go on. (laughs) We have like a Marvel multiverse type situation going on with the definition of horse girl. It's almost as if the definition is different in every universe, and someone compiled them all on one list called Urban Dictionary. Oh. Would you... I've read some of these, and they're funny as fuck. So these actually exist. Okay, go ahead. Would you like to read some of what Urban Dictionary defines as a horse girl? Well, now I'm kind of intrigued. You can't set it up and then go, "Well, well, let's not. You do that all the time. I'm like, hey, Rory, would you like to do a fun bit about Greek mythology? You go, no. And I always have to go, okay, great, though. We're doing it anyway. Well, we, we do do it anyways. You predictable bitch. Well, fine, fine. Don't do it then. No. Yeah, so you're going to do it anyway. You really perverted my expiations. So at what point is my input even required? Are you real? Are you a figment yeah, of my imagination? I'm the one who's in your head. Maybe I'm like one of those like weird tumors they find. Like you had a brother and you ate him in utero, and I'm just like part of your like liver. Just like, ah, I got like teeth when they come in to try and take me out. It's a horror movie. Like we got to remove that liver, and the liver bites the person. Oh God! And he bleeds all over the place. Here's the thing. I'm about to, I'm about to ruin a movie for everybody. You just described the plot of Malignant. Uh, that is legitimately what happens. The woman absorbed her twin, but he's not, he's, he's like a monster in her head. Uh huh. And when she hits her head, her abusive husband mushes her face and she falls back and hits her head. And the trauma lets the little goblin free. And at one point he pushes the back of her skull out and becomes a little guy on the back of her head. It's like Edward Mordrake, except now we have an action movie about a demonic tumor, parasitic twin who is controlling a lady's body. 
from inside. Yes. So it is a physical thing. It's not just her like manifesting these thoughts of this thing. No, happening. it was like a, a sibling that some doctor came in and was like, we'll just stuff it down deeper inside of you. You'll okay. live a normal life. Huh. Be a happy little girl. Happy. And he's like, no. Okay, well, that's fun. Gabriel. Yeah. Gabriel wants to come out. Well, maybe that's me inside of you is what I'm trying to say. So that means we're going to do my bit. Otherwise, I'll turn you into a chicken. That's why every time you're like sitting there like being like your dad's like, we're going to go work on this shed. I'm like in the back of your head. You're like, no, we're not going to work on the shed. <laughs> Sit around and eat Reese's cups today. You play video games. Go throw mushrooms at cars. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Forgot what we were talking so about. So we'll before. do the horse girl bit then. Okay. Yeah. So you're a prisoner in my mind. <laughs> yeah. So we can do the horse girl bit then. So these are all wildly different. That's great because I forgot about the horse girl bit until you mentioned it again. A horse girl, a girl who wears t-shirts with horses on them and tapered denim pants, has really long hair in which they braid and fasten with a scrunchie in the back of their head. They will gallop on the track during gym class. They are only friends with other girls who like horses, and they will look down on you because you are not a horse. It's scary when you say they will gallop on the track that I remember girls galloping on the track. Ah, young memories of a horse girl. I guess so. It was also that kind of thing, though, where you did have those those like gym classes when you were younger where they made you run and then skip and then gallop. So I got to assume that I might, A, be remembering that, or B, it might be because someone remembered that they mm. were doing that. You're wrongfully fingering someone, potentially. I might, Yeah, exactly. They might not actually be a horse girl. Otherwise, maybe they are, though. Are you a horse girl? Keep listening to find out. I might describe you. How many horse sweaters you got? Go check. If you got a couple, if it's like you didn't buy that for an ugly sweater, you know, uh, like party at your work and you're sitting there being, but this is, this isn't a horse. It's a unicorn. Whatever horse girl, you're a horse girl. Whatever you got to tell yourself. She's like, oh my God. She looks in the mirror. Scrunchy. It's like Teen Wolf. Oh no. Uh, Honey, we need to talk. The dad is a horse girl when she walks out. Where'd we get so many, so much denim? So many denim. Is this glitter? I like to imagine when you said, how many horse sweaters do you have? Emily Machado ran to her closet and counted them. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Only six. Yeah. And only two of them covered in blood. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. She was cracking me up. She Good was throwing haymakers earlier with the jokes. Well done. In their text chain. Wonderful well, stuff. Well, well done. Shout out to you. Go on. A horse girl is a crazy girl who has an obsession with horses. Yes. She doesn't not admit that she is, but she does call herself an equestrian. They usually talk about them all the time and act as if they are a horse. Some horse girls even gallop and eat hair and grass. Careful. <laughs> she might bite you if you're not looking. <laughs> Usual names include Madison, Gemma, Sarah, Jesse, Emma, and Emily. Yep. Yay. As we know, a few of you listen. Good for you. Hooray, horse girls all. <laughs> not a horse girl. I'm an equestrian. I'm going to get yelled at. It's fine. Horse girl, a weird girl that bites people. <laughs> Horse girl, a girl that is insane as shit. The example they give is, look at that girl kill people. She's probably a horse girl. <laughs> these are kind of, yeah, these are fun. These are, these are fun little definitions. Horse girl, a crazy middle-class white girl who is obsessed with horses. Yeah. In general, this species of human is exceptionally horny and extremely kinky. So if oh. your girlfriend's a horse girl, watch out, because she's definitely going to take the reins in the relationship. That's hot. Did I write that one? You might have. I. It sounds like something I would write. I promise I didn't. You incel fuck. Anyways, 
Uh, Incel, excuse you. <laughs> no, you're right. I'm sorry. It's voluntary. I'm just a liar. You're a, you're a vol cell. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, it's like in Forty Year Old Virgin. I'm I'm taking a vow of celibacy. Yeah, voluntary celibate. Vol cell. I'm giving up. Vol cells. It's it is a voluntary decision to be celibate, and awesome. it, it's a lot. It worked out for Paul Rudd because he told himself that lie for three weeks, stopped awesome. showering, and then a beautiful woman came into his life. Is that how it worked? Is that how it happened? Yes. He also has millions of dollars. No, he doesn't. Paul Rudd in Forty Year Old Virgin. He works at Circuit City. Yeah, but in real life, I'm talking yeah. about the movie. Yeah, but that's, that's who does a he hook up with? Because Seth Rogen gets uh, Elizabeth. Uh, 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 hi. It's uh, another girl who one of his friends hires who, like, works there at the place with them. <sighs> Fuck. I don't know who it is. I don't know what the actress's name is. It's going to really For all I know, me. it could be, like, Amanda Pete. No. I know it's not. This is going to bug the ever-loving shit out of me. Well, go ahead. She might not be a famous actress. Oh, well, see, there you go. She's just some random model that they found for a fun thing who wanted to be in a fun thing. I guess. They, people do that sometimes because when you're pretty, uh, uh, you get a lot of opportunities. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Uh, See, there was a twist. Yeah, uh, so happy and true and depressing and true. Do you want to hear the last definition of a horse girl? Avatar, the last Airbender. Actually, Aang is such a horse girl. <laughs> the penultimate one. It says horse girl, and the definition is just Debbie Ryan. <laughs> I don't know what that means. That's an inside joke for that user. Yep. There you go. Horse girl. A girl who likes horses. That is all. They either ride, own, or talk about horses. Often all three. Horse riding is a perfectly legitimate and athletic hobby and a competitive sport. Despite this, uneducated <laughs> cretins constantly make some weird connection between riding and sex. A lot of people also assume that because a girl is a horse girl, she likes horses in a sexual way. Labeling someone as a horse girl is a way to put them in a box. It is often assumed that because someone likes horses, that's all they like. Horse girls are just as capable of having multiple interests and relationships as <laughs> anyone else. I feel like that was written by, by a, a horse, horse girl. It's like downvoted on there. Negative 3,000. It is at the bottom Yeah, with Debbie Ryan. Yeah, Whatever that means. Wow. 40-year-old virgin. Vamp, Rory. Poor Vamp. horse girl. Well, it was funny because I didn't think about the horse and the sexual thing until she mentioned it, and now it's all I can think about. Oh, the sex with the horses, because one of the other entries was like, oh, they're kinky, but like, and some of these people probably think yeah. we have sex with horses. I'm like, I was like, what? Paging Dr. Freud. Yeah, I was like, huh, now it's all I can think about, random internet stranger. My dad was Mr. Hands. What of it? <laughs> God rest his soul. Yeah. He died doing what he loved, getting fucked by a horse. horse. Yeah. All right, who or was he the guy with the jar? He died of asshole bleeding. Mr. Hands got fucked to death. He perforated his colon and got sepsis. Was he the guy? Yeah, but I thought Mr. Hands was the guy who stuck the jar up his ass and it shattered. No, Mr. Hands is horse guy. Okay. Well, you got to get your internet nomenclature correct. Right? Oh. So you end up talking. You think you're talking about the same thing. You end up talking about two completely different things like we just did. It's very important. Is that enough vamping? You done? You find it there? You drunk son of a bitch? Cal gets David and Bernadette to hook up. Kelly Rohrbach? Bernadette. So it must be Bernadette. Oh, yeah. She's like the girl from Queens or something, isn't she? I have no idea. Bernadette, Bernadette, Bernadette. Where's the actress? Bernadette. Bernadette. Marika Domin Dominz Dim 
Deminchik. Boy, that's that name's a nightmare, girl. <laughs> it's uh, it's Polish. So she didn't change it. Good for her. Hollywood makes you change your name a lot. So you know what? Good for her. She was in a AAA movie and she didn't change her name. Yeah. Until you go to her like page and her name's like Penny Jones and you're like, oh god damn it. Marika Sex with like eight X's. <laughs> People remember that. Dominchik. Marika Dominchik. Apparently she was on Grey's Anatomy. Well, that solves that that question. Anyone got another one? Yeah. Great. Let's look her up. Marika. They did a documentary about her uh, dad. Dominchik. He was at uh, Sobibor. Um, her terrible. dad was Slobodan Milosevic. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's a terrible fucking reference. Um, yeah, she was she was like um, <laughs> she was like from Queens or some shit or the Bronx. Yeah, even though it was set in California, because she walks by Seth Rogen and Paul Rudd, and she's like, "Hey there, way to sell a big TV." Yeah, something like that. And Paul Rudd's like, "Oh, okay. yeah. quote a movie that hasn't come out yet. Super bad. I got a boner." It's true. It's true. That did happen. Because the multiverse and the Judd Apatow verse burst open. Do you think that, is that how it works? Is they all are they all is Ap- Judd Apatow's shit all in the same universe? No, I I think it's in a multiverse, and this is the end is the nexus. That was the event that ripped everything open because mm. it was the actors being themselves. Right. See? Yes. Yes. It's kind of like the human centipede. More than anything, it's sort of like a cosmic gumbo. gumbo. Well, it's like how Tarantino has the movies that are actually within the universe that he created you know their movies in that universe yeah it's Django and bastards are in the same universe right i think so um and so is shaft which is not a tarantino property but but apparently it is Django and broomhilda because she's broomhilda von shaft Mm. and their uh their progeny becomes shaft john shaft interesting i hope it's the richard roundtree version he kicks ass that's fun and then uh I i assume pulp fiction's also same universe what an excellent question. And then Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Well, that's the thing. Did Hitler dying at the theater change the timeline? I think so. So could Once Upon a Time. Is and it... then also Hateful Eight. I, maybe Hateful Eight is a movie, though, inside the... I can't tell. Because hmm. the Grindhouse stuff definitely is. Yes. And I think From Dusk Till Dawn. Although, no, that maybe not. He wrote that. I don't think that's... He same. didn't direct that, he yeah. Didn't direct that I'm not sure universe. he wrote that either. I thought he did. I thought he had he like, writers. I thought he had writer credit. Maybe he was definitely in it because yeah. he because he, he licks Salma Hayat's dirty, disgusting feet. feet. Yep, because that was the hottest thing he could think of. I'm telling you, man, I've said it once and I'll say it a hundred million fucking times. Somewhere in Quentin Tarantino's house, there's like a wall that just clicks open and there's just his fucking foot porn dungeon that is just full of feet takes from all of his fucking movies. And rubber feet covered in cum. Yeah, just. A uh, really odd smell and strong ventilation. Silk stockings you definitely don't want to touch. Yeah. So directed by Robert Rodriguez, screenplay by Quentin Tarantino. Tarantino's in it, yep. sucking on Salma Hayek's big fat toes. Speaking of which, mini review of The Eternals. Uh, I'll tell you what there's nothing mini about. Salma Hayek, her breasts seem to grow year after year. Yeah, which people have actually commented on, apparently. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> like you. And I don't even mean it in a sexy way. I mean it like... If you extrapolate this, when she's 80, just she's going to have to use a wheelbarrow. Yeah, she probably have to have uh, breast reduction surgery at some point. I think she's into it. Well, I think that's some, like I, I clearly. I mean, they're they're like something like that oh, is she kind of a public something. service. Yeah. You've got to do something about this. 
Your breasts are controlling you, Salma. It's like Dr. Octopus's tentacles. That is a thing, right? I mean, they can get, breasts can get larger over time like that. She it's, said like she, a, it's a condition. Yeah, right? she's like, well, I had a child and they grew. I hit menopause and they grew. Yeah. I'm like, well, what's the next event in the Salma Hayek cinematic universe? I got implants and they grew. Like, oh my wow. God, twist. Wow. Who would have seen that coming? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to say that Salma Hayek is fine the way she is. Controversial take. Oh, my God. Any way Selma Hayek wants to be, any way you want it, she is such a babe. Babe Reno. And here's the thing. People are like, take me how hot. Take me how hot women are. Well, guess what? If she's got a PhD, I'd love to talk about that. Thus far, one has not (laughs) been presented to me. If someone can find Selma Hayek's dissertation, I will read it cover to cover. And we'll have an intelligent conversation about it. And provided... That I, re- I get something out of that reading. If it's like politically incendiary, like she writes a thing defending Kyle Rittenhouse, I don't want any part of Sama Hayek. But if it's just like theoretical physics or uh, I met someone, for instance, who wrote a dissertate, her dissertation on rap music. I've never been so attracted to someone in my life. Hmm. Yeah, see, that's why I like Emma Watson. She's uh, Harvard educated. So, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why it's okay to jerk off to pictures of her feet, right, Rory? <laughs> exactly. Because she's smart. <laughs> there you go. Everybody finds their line. I mean. Why? I mean, look at you guys are out there fucking thinking about Channing Tatum, whatever. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I wonder how much his bulge <laughs> is going to grow as he gets Ew, older. Ew, gross. I no. hear he's unshaven and uncut. Although that's funny. At least one of our viewers has thought of Channing Tatum's pendulous nads. Oh, yeah. Statistically. I mean, now I'm thinking about it. So it's Huge like, balls, uncircumcised, crazy pubes. Maybe. Look, it's Taylor Swift. That's the magic, <laughs> the magic mic. He's got, uh, he's got T-Swift in his pubes. I mean, don't be wrong. If I had that kind of money, I'd do all kinds of crazy crap. With your pubes specifically? Yeah. I mean, first I'd have to really like take an analysis of like, do I have the kind of thicket that I can like carve some interesting pictures into this? I mean, really, if you're going to go for it, you got to make sure, you know, you got to... I spend like the next six months really just letting it go. And then you make your dick a horse girl and you put a scrunchie around your pubes. <laughs> I'm a horse girl. <laughs> you're just, you have a full boner and you're neighing and uh, running around your I house gallop in place, I gallop in place in front of the mirror. I'm a unicorn. Uh, that's how I'll have mine, folks. <laughs> now I'm a sleepy unicorn. Well, that's it for me, I think. I think that's it. I don't know where we go from there. That was the line for you? No, not the line. I just don't know where to go from there. Oh, yeah. Horse girl. It's fine. From horse girl pubes. <laughs> It's fine. Nothing new. News out of the Vatican. Uh. <laughs> What's his name? Pope St. Francis? Pope Francis? Pope Pius the 43rd? Pimp Lucius? Pimp Lucius the 12th. Controversial statement. I'm so bummed that R. Kelly is a monster because we lost Trapped in the Closet because yeah. of it. Can't I mean, obviously it sucks that he did all these things to these women. It's the same way Terrible. like going back and trying to watch American Beauty. Mm-hmm. You just you sit there and you Can't go, uh, or Baby Driver, or um, I mean, don't be wrong, especially Baby Baby Driver. Driver I kind of watch every now and then just because you're like, oh my god, Kevin Smith is just twisting, or Kevin Spacey is just twisting his own nipples. It's Baby weird, Driver. Man. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's the same reason. Like I've always sat there and be like, I kind of wanted to watch that political show. What's it called that he did? They recast him. House of Cards. House it of sucks. Cards. Don't bother. Okay. Because I had heard good things from a couple people. I was no, like, ah. it's trash. It's trash. Okay, they're dumb and wrong. Got um, 
Most people are. Yes, they're stupid and boring, and they listen to this show. I'm just going to start watching Jersey Shore again. That's fine. You should watch Florabama Shore. I don't want to watch any of them. It makes me so depressed. Is that another real one? Is Florabama Shore real people? Oh, yeah. My sister and I crushed that like three years ago. And it's all just real people acting. Oh, they're horrible. Yeah. They're awful. I'm pretty sure one of them had sex with a pig. Well, it just depresses me because I think about it and I go, this made these people inc- obscenely wealthy. Oh, yes. Obscenely wealthy. So now they get to like send out the message that if you are also a piece of shit, maybe someone will hand you a show one day. Dude, Snooki is the ambassador to the Czech Republic. Like That's what can happen to you yeah. if you just get one of these shows. Yeah, she went from having that she was on that show to you're serious she's the ambassador to the czech republic absolutely it's like a frank zappa thing he was made cultural envoy to czechoslovakia for culture and commerce and then the united states government says we don't officially recognize that take that back and the czechs were like no sorry bro we still love you and zappa's like that's okay you can make some weird statues of me and put them around He's huge in that part of the world. That's pretty cool. The Eastern Bloc in Scandinavia. They love him. There are Zappa statues everywhere. Huh. The more you know. Kring. Well, yeah. can you think of anything else that you... No, I think I'm pretty good. You're good? Yeah. I think we covered a lot of, a lot of really important topics, like uh, the things that can make women's boobs bigger. Yeah, and uh, we lied to uh, the the listeners, and um, yeah, there were horse girls. We mentioned horse girls and Kyle Rittenhouse. I think it's been a full day. We covered. We really dug deep and covered the spectrum, gang. Yeah, I just want to say one thing about the Sama Hayek boob thing before we go. <laughs> one more. If this is important to get I, off your chest. I am not the asshole here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, totally. I would once again like to point to our friends, the ASMR girls. Yes. Because the thumbnails for all of their videos are just boobs out mm-hmm. and and squished together. Like, let me touch my elbows together. I find a deep irony in something based around sound being such a visual thing. Correct. And if you're really good at this ASMR thing, then stop showing videos. Just make it sound and see how far you get. Yeah. Black screen. Yep. But that's the thing. Is you get in there, and obviously it's shot from a different angle, so the thumbnails are all just, you know, showing off the, the snabitzes. And it's a girl licking a microphone. Yes, just mouthing into a microphone shaped like an ear. Here's the thing. Get that bag. I respect all of them. I really do. This is not a referendum on them. It's a referendum on the people around them. Because these girls know exactly what they're doing. They're getting the simps in. And they're selling yeah. products and stuff. Maybe if I, I buy a product with her 30% off coupon, she'll notice me. There is nothing wrong about these women doing that. If people are stupid enough to fall into the honeypot, well, it's I respect these girls. As long as we're living within a system that praises capitalism, like there's always going to be a new product that gets opened and people filling the gap to like if it's not her doing it, it's going to be someone else doing it. So what I, I applaud the person who had the foresight to be the first person to do it. And what are they advertising on ASMR videos? What do you have to sit through the beginning? <laughs> Mic- microphones usually. Raid Shadow Legends and Manscaped. Oh. So they know who their target <laughs> audience is, and advertisers know who their target audience is. And the system keeps on, the elaborate watch keeps on ticking. And this is YouTube too, right? Correct. Yeah. Which be A lot careful. of them have OnlyFans. You got to be real, real careful saying the word fuck and all kinds of stuff. Sure. But you can sell sex to confused teens and tweens. Just, just 
Guess to get him out. YouTube asks, are you 18? And they go, fuck yeah, I am. Of course. What, you think I'm stupid? I'm 18. Of course I am. Here's the thing. That's me. We know what these girls are doing. I did that. And it's, it's legitimately great. And I respect them. I mean, I wouldn't say it's... They're not curing cancer. I'm not, I'm not saying they're the best people. They the are world. providing a valuable service. These men can have a parasocial relationship with these women. And it keeps them from, like, blowing up a hospital. Yeah, sure. It keeps them from murdering people. I'll say that's actually... No, you're... you're it's fair. So, really, my part to play in all of this, because I'm not a simp. Until one day they meet this person in a dark alley somewhere and go, It's me, your favorite viewer. Don't you know who I am? And she goes, Oh, my God. She freaks out, and they stab her to death. I'm Mark David Chapman 23. Remember all those comments I left? Yeah. Geez, I liked and subscribed. Here's the thing. I'm not a simp, but I do have a role in this ecosystem. You sure do. And that is to make the simps aware that they're simps. Just to give everyone a level playing field. So I make comments like, Woo! Looks like a dead heat in a Zeppelin race. <laughs> and somehow I'm the asshole? No. I respect these women's right to do what they do. And you have to let me do what I do, which is ruin the situation with misplaced humor. That if you don't know me, potentially comes off as misogynistic. If you do know me, you know it's misogynistic. <laughs> No. That's all I have to say about that, I guess. <laughs> well, didn't think you were going to paint yourself into that corner, but there you go. <laughs> oh. Listen, no one's saying they want to honk on Salma Hayek's big fat titties. <laughs> Certainly not me. But pointing out that people probably would like to do that, I'm doing a public service, not unlike these women. We work symbiotic relationship. I'm keeping it real. You're just making far less money and we don't do this on video. Oh, I'm making no money off of this. Only enemies. That's true. Only enemies. It's fair. But that Instagram money hadn't come in yet? That'd be bad. Not until these people buy some fucking shag carpeting with the Skimbo Lounge logo on it. That'd be great. Get out of here with the Skimbo Lounge bath mat. There are some. <laughs> nah, dude. There, there really are. And you can buy one right now. Someone's going to send us a picture of their Skimbo Lounge shower curtain. And I am going to block that person. And they're going to go, I ran out of toilet paper once. Do yeah. not mind the brown skins as, on it. As they look over into their skimbo lounge toilet paper. As every time they pull it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's all just your face with the mouth open supernaturally <laughs> wide. Can it just be a little thing? That says, I'm hungry for your poo. <laughs> the tongue hanging out yeah. like lick a tongue. That's beautiful. Well, get on that. If they make toilet, I mean, that's some expensive toilet paper, and it probably does none, none too many favors on the butthole. That's going to be special order. But, you know. Anyways. That's the thing. Like, the Donald Trump commemorative toilet paper is all printed on, like, crepe paper. Yeah. No one's actually making a statement wiping their ass with that. Someone is definitely wiping their ass with it the one time and going, single ply sucks. Worth it. Sticking it to orange man it's the one place in my life that i've never ever been like this is where i'm gonna cut financial corners i can handle this single ply i like i like a nice luxurious tissue paper you need toilet. a two bare minimum yeah two ply don't get me wrong when it was covid in uh in in queens and all that stuff ran out i would have i would have settled for um paper towels yeah, the leg of your best khakis yeah <laughs> Well, better get the shirt. Times are tough. We're all tightening our belts. I got so lucky because I, I like was so lazy. I was just like, I'm going to buy a bunch of this in bulk. And I did it like a week before COVID like smashed. And that shit was gone. I was like, whew, good thing I bought the big pack. Yep. <sighs> get the chub pack when you can. My roommates Hindsight. fucked us. Yep. 
Because I bought a bunch of toilet paper and everybody took a couple rolls. Oh, and hit it in their room. And hit them. What a bunch of dicks. Instead of us all conserving 12 rolls, everybody took three. Shout out to the best roommates ever. Yeah. The other guy ran up a $600 electric bill mining crypto. I had a tough day with crypto today. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. You were not going to talk about crypto. No. So it feels weird to end this. The Magoobies bit is obviously done. It's over. It joins Jody Arias and Father Reverend William in the pantheon of Skimbo Bits. Yes. Sure. What do we say at the end of an episode? I don't know. I don't think the Jody Arias bit's dead quite yet. She has come up almost every week since (laughs) I retired the bit. You're right, Rory. She's not quite dead. But I get you. It's in in the uh, the pantheon of... I like that word. The pantheon. The pantheon. It's going to Canton. The goddamn... You know what that means. The goddamn Skimbo zeitgeist. Do you do you do you have anything you want to plug? I don't. I never do. No. I don't. Check us out at McGoobins. You know, doesn't. I, no. I, I'm out to sea here. I don't know how to end this anymore. Maybe I should look up a quote from a celebrated author every week. Yeah, you're not going to do that. And I will leave you guys with the words of a poet, appropriate for this holiday season. Here's some Robert Frost. His name was <laughs> Oliver Solomon's dad. I don't actually know what his name was. Oh. Huh. <clears throat> when the weather's hot and sticky, ain't nope. no time for Duncan Dicky. But when the frost is on the pumpkin, tis the time for Dicky Duncan. It's cuffing season, everybody. Prepare yourselves. Find that perfect person to snuggle up and love. And until next time, thank you. Uh, go fuck yourselves. And uh, goodbye.